Uh, hi, I'm Lee Drutman, a senior fellow at New America, and I'm here with Amy Erica Smith, an associate professor of political science at Iowa State University and a Carnegie fellow. Hi, Amy. How are you? Hi, Lee. It's great to be with you. Great, to be, okay. great to be with you, too. So let's uh, talk about American democracy. You study uh, Latin American democracy. Uh, and uh, so you have a unique insight into what's happening in the decline of American democracy. So how, how are you seeing things and how pessimistic should we be about the, the downward trajectory of American democracy? That's a great question, Lee. So we, I, when I was uh, trained as a Latin Americanist, uh, when I started graduate school, we were talking about we talked about Latin American politics as a, as something that was entirely distinct from American politics. These were two different animals. We learned about we studied theories about American politics in order to understand how Latin America was different from the U.S. Basically, sort of drawing on theories of the U.S. to explain well why. Basically, how does the the U.S. how does Latin America differ from uh, the standard political science models that had been developed based on the United States. But so often we didn't really think about how the two related to each other. So how do I see it now today? I, I, I see the U.S. as having been, had many of the dysfunctions, many of the syndromes of problems uh, that characterized Latin America from the very beginning, actually. Things like colonization, slavery, uh, in, severe inequalities that are related to the pattern of colonialism, the pattern of domination of the indigenous, um, it, the standards of the economy. And so I think many of the um, dysfunctions that have uh, long beset Amer uh, Latin American politics also have long affected the U.S. The U.S. The big difference is that you, the U.S. has long been richer than Latin America, and money helps make everything better. Uh, but in this case, money may not be enough to save American democracy. So we're looking here at a figure that we're going to publish with this uh, little podcast. Uh, that was produced by the VDEM Institute. The VDEM Institute is uh, a project from the University of Gothenburg in Sweden, uh, together with University of Notre Dame. And they measure democracy in every country in the world uh, from 1900 going forward. And they show that the US um, was really not a democracy for about the first half of the 20th century. Um, so looking at this figure, uh, the Electoral Democracy Index has did not reach standards that most political scientists would call democratic until maybe the 1960s or 1970s. Uh, and now it's declining again, um, briefly. How would you explain all of that, Lee? Well, <laughs> I can explain the decline a lot better than I can the, the growth. I mean, I guess there's a, a broader trajectory towards politics and democracy being more inclusive and expanding the franchise and sort of uh, offering more ways to participate. But the, the recent decline, you know, I think as somebody who was trained in American uh, politics, a PhD, you know, the idea was that, that the U.S. was special and, you know, and there was a kind of level of stability uh, in, in American politics that, you know, I don't think is, uh, you know, was 
appropriate uh, to, to kind of project forward. And rather, it was a, a kind of, to me, a, a, in retrospect, a product of a very you know, weak party system uh, in which the parties had overlapping coalitions and the you know, national parties were just brands. And what's happened is that we've had a, a level of deep polarization uh, in in the U.S. that is really, uh, you know, undermining the foundations of democracy in the sense that, you know, we have one party that is willing to follow a liberalism wherever it goes for the sake of winning elections. Uh, you know, and I think, you know, presidentialism is another thing that, that, that you know, in Latin America, had, you, know, you know, the classic Lynn's theory is that, you know, presidentialism is always unstable. Do you, do you think that's right? I mean, that's certainly America's point in that direction. Do I think it's right that presidentialism is always unstable? Yeah, I do. I, I don't think it's always 100% of the time unstable. Lynn's theory was there are some circumstances where it can be made stable, such as when uh, the political parties are ideologically diffuse and uh, there's not much bickering. There's not when, when there's little partisan competition over ideology, it's going to be easier for the parties to work together. Yeah. But as we've seen, that's less and less the case in the U.S. today. So Lee, we've got about 30 seconds left. Where do you see us going going forward with this down, slight downward decline? What's going to happen in the future? You know, I, I see two paths, uh, you know, one that we enact some major reforms and make our democracy, uh, you know, more more inclusive and participatory and and equal. And the other is we don't and we devolve into authoritarianism. 